1: Previously on Of Mice and Men and Monsters.
2: Oh, that's a, a nice looking chap there. Is that your son?
1: I treat him like one of my own. I, I always do. I take care of my own. What's your name? Oh, I, my, my name's Twist. All right,
2: let's spend the first 30 minutes of the episode putting up the fire. Okay, where's the hose? All right, where is a bucket?
1: <laughs> the lightning orb above the left door where Fagin's office is, is now dismantled. Hey, guys, something weird back here. You guys are magic. What is it? The thing freezes, shakes, and then dislodges from the wall, jumping onto your face. Mm-hmm. What you have now, my dear okay. friends, is called a cloaker.
0: I said I just this to have you. dogs. If, as bone whiskers. Your notes simply says beast. dogs.
1: These beautiful, large, furry good boys just burst into the door. And what you see was a false wall in the rear of this wardrobe. Now, going down beyond it, you see a stone staircase leading down. But these canines are smoking as if a fire is burning from within them. Whoa. You immediately recognize two hellhounds. And uh, I jump out that? and throw a an nice knife. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yay. Okay. That's me. And now, team, I want you guys to roll initiative. So you guys are down in the cellar, the underbelly of the shop, where the true madness really happens. And your plan, if I remember from last session, was to poison one of the pieces of meat that Rose gave you, throw it out there for the hellhounds to consume, and then attack. So you did throw it out there. They did sniff (laughs) at it, maybe even lick at it. Not consume, though. And then, Awen, you jumped out an attack, and so here we are. We are going to roll initiative, so all of you did. I have you in your order. I am now seeing and the flaw in the plan,
0: because we could all have said that and still misunderstood the timing in between. Yeah, the, after,
2: <laughs> the, the jump out after How long did not between. have any kind of exactly. length of time as to when we would jump out.
1: <laughs> so it's all,
2: technically, it's all technically accurate.
1: It- Every single one of you had it right in your heads. I'm just. Every, really I would say no one, 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 one wrong. was wrong in this. <laughs> I mean, that's and so not we're gonna true. play someone it out. Was, as someone it goes. was. wrong. I mean, I knew. I knew that, but someone was wrong, Kate. <laughs> the whole time, A-1's gonna be telling himself, "I am so right. These guys are just I like am, need to I catch up with me." I still hold by me. this. <laughs> All right, so first up, we have also Kimmy. You have you have four good boys with you. Four yeah, good four boys two uh, Friar Tuck's hounds. And for our audience, just to kind of give you guys a fair visual of, of what our good boys look like, you know, they were mentioned way back on the Island episode when we were doing Robin Hood, um, but there are, and they, I'm going to still use the same Robin Hood names. So one of them is named Sweet Lips, and he's a Scottish deerhound. Uh, Bell Throat, who is a Dachshund or Dachshund, a, a wiener dog. Uh, Beauty, a bloodhound, and Fangs, a Norwegian elk hound. So feel free to look up pictures of those babies. They are beautiful to behold. Uh, So Kimmy, you're going to be, you rolled initiative for them, and then when it's their turn as a group, you're going to give them a a command as you would a dog. These are not uh, familiars, uh, so you can't use full sentences and expect them to interact with you like, you know, human beings. Uh, but they, they are fiercely going to be loyal to you and the rest of your crew. Um, and then if you don't give them a command, then all they'll do is defend. So that is basically it for that. So the first person I'm going to say is Bertram, you see, you see, <laughs> you were the one that threw the meat, right, Bertram?
2: I attempted to, and I'm pretty sure it was a piss poor throw.
1: You yeah, your halfway? dex, your dex roll was was kind of shoddy. I am but not you, the yeah, dex guy. The
2: Let that be known. I should not be the dex guy moving forward.
1: And yet you threw the meat. So and you threw out I this threw meat. the The hellhound, one of them, barely has time to really uh, start to consume it, and then you see your buddy Awen get in the first shot here, and he hits. It, it is true. The ice shards attack this hellhound, who's made of fire and brimstone takes out a chunk of it, what do you do?
2: I'm thinking I want to do shape water, and I'm just wondering if there's any water down here besides the ice knife. Like maybe if you'd allow me to take the remnants of that kind of water that has been dispersed around the room to hone it into a shape.
1: <laughs> uh, you're thinking, you're thinking. I'm down here and in, in uh, you know, in, below ground. It's got to be dank. It's yeah, gotta be there rusty. got to be some kind of water There's dripping
2: some. in from something.
1: Kimmy, I'm
0: so sorry if this is me There are two barrels. Did we ever find out what's inside the two barrels? I don't nope. think Mm-mm. so.
1: Great, that's all. That's my.
0: That's my. That's what I'm offering.
2: I like it. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Can you helpful? actually? Here's me as your DM saying, "Don't meta game, my dear. Instead." How you dare can you. have Penny turn. How, how dare you? All right. St- let's hear that in uh, in in Penny's voice instead. Penny
0: turns, keeping her eye on the hellhounds, being really nervous. She's like, any idea what's in those barrels to the room? She's
1: asking the room, you know. And the hellhound turns to you. Well, <laughs> let me tell you. No.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not my turn, technically. So I didn't know if I no. could roll perception.
1: You can always talk when it's not your turn. You can talk. Anytime. But can
0: I roll perception when it's
1: not my turn? No, exactly. So I'm just
0: (laughs) letting the room know. Maybe we should find out what's in those barrels. On your turn, you
2: can go over there and open up the barrel, if you please. On your turn, I'm not (laughs) the one who likes to use water regularly.
0: I'm rooting for oil, so. (laughs) Uh,
2: I think what I'm hoping to do, if I can, I'm assuming there's not much water. Or you tell me, Kate. Like, is there much? Any besides the ice knife? Is there any like dank, dripping puddles or any crap like that?
1: You know, I love rolling. I am a dungeon master that loves rolling love and letting chance play here. So I'm going to have you roll a d20, just a straight up d20, and you're going to roll for water. Let's see how much water there is. Eight? All right. So for that, I'm going to give you, there's an equivalent. If you do the uh, shape water thing, the equivalent of a three by three cube of water. Great. If it all gathers together. Three feet
2: three by feet. three feet, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I'm going. I want to try and take uh take that water and make kind of like a patch of ice in the center of the, uh, in the center, uh, kind of in between the hellhounds and us, so keeping okay. a distance between them. So that there's an now there's an ice patch on the on the ground.
1: So there's a three foot wide ice patch on the ground now.
2: Mm-hmm. And I have to roll uh wild magic surge for cantrips.
1: Yes. Of course you do.
2: Come on, baby. A seven. I thought it was a one for a Aww. second. So I'm good. Someday.
1: someday. <laughs> someday. Oh, okay. How about uh,
2: uh, then? Uh, maybe on my turn. Still, is is one or, or is one of the barrels on our side of the of the ice?
1: They're they're equidistant from one another, and they are closer to you. So yes, it is on your side of the ice.
2: Okay, then can I move to one then for my for like my movement? And yeah, now are you going to
1: duck behind it or like what are you doing with, with this Sure, girl?
2: yeah, I'll duck behind it and I'll try and like, can I, can I uh, crack open the top to see what's inside?
1: No, I'm not going to give you all that. Okay,
2: then I'll duck behind it for now. Six
1: seconds, baby.
2: I'm really <laughs> hoping it's not oil like Penelope yeah, wants because want that would be bad out. with hellhounds and, and oil. You
1: sniff and you're like, oh yes, I can't smell because you exactly shared that information about yourself that we didn't know until last episode. Uh, all right, Penny. Bertram has laid just this little mini ice pond uh, that really you could take Pip out and he would just go, go nuts as if it were in front of Rockefeller Center, uh, just in front of you. And then he's rushed over to, is it the right or the left? The Bertram? right. That you? Okay, so he rushed over to the right and ducked behind one of the barrels. What do you do? Um, Penny is going
0: to throw, her, uh, throw a dagger at each of the hellhounds.
1: Okay, and this the two. regular dagger?
0: I got my two daggers. So, yeah. Okay. So, this is a 1d4 damage.
1: Well, let's see if it hits first. So, roll to hit.
0: And remind me, my this. I'm so sorry. I hate this, but I always have a hard time understanding attack bonus. It's just what I add to my roll to make sure I hit it. Right. right? You roll a d20
1: and I then you know why add I your attack I struggle with attack
0: bonus. It always gets in the wrong part of my head. Well, with my attack bonus, it's a 20. So, um,
1: oh, yeah. yeah, that hits uh, the that first one. B- first one. Great. So, that's for
0: one of them. Mm hmm. Uh, and then one of them's a six. So
1: okay. So, so when, it, this this has happened to you before, right? You have a good hand for throwing, and the other one not so I'm much. On the left, here what you can are. I say? <laughs> so you throw and you hit uh, Hellhound number one, so you can roll damage for him. But mm-hmm. you wildly miss the other one, and it clanks off the far wall.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and then
1: oh, never mind. That's all I need. All right, two damage. What? What? All right. Nickton. Wait, do I get to Shoulders. choose which
0: hellhound to hurt, though, or no?
1: I just went one and two in order. Great. Yeah, so you hit, you hit hellhound one, as far as I know. Did I hit the bloodied one? Yes, you did. Yay. That's what I wanted. <laughs> you want to snowball that damage yeah. for these guys. Awin, you're up, buddy.
3: All right. Uh, as all this is going on, the freezing is happening. And I, uh, excuse me, Awin reaches out uh, behind his back and pulls out his thorn whip and he says, yo, get on out of here! And he cracks the <laughs> thorn whip at the, uh, at the hellhound he just hit with his ice knife.
1: Okay, hellhound number one.
3: Yes. And that's a 19
1: to Yeah, hit. that hits.
3: Okay. And that is three piercing damage.
1: <laughs> Your boy is still bloodied.
3: I pull uh, that creature towards me 10 feet.
1: Ooh, OK, if you pull him 10 feet, then he is... probably at this point, he's about 10 feet away from you now. Okay. Is he next to Bertram now?: He's in between. He's definitely on the ice. So yeah, that, that boy is on the ice. you kind of see it like sizzle underneath him, and he's like trying to pick up his little paws up, or his big paws. Big paws. Let's, let's, let's be real. Hellhounds are huge. All right, and so this this guy is going to this guy's going to try and rush at you, Bertram, since he's just parallel with you. Uh, he's going to first have to double check that he doesn't fall down on the ice. So let me roll some dexterity for him. Oh, and I crit missed that one.
4: Yeah.
1: Oh, our hellhound boy number one uh, just splays out. He you see him kind of like Bambi on ice, like and he's just all four. All four legs are just out and he's spinning round. How and cute. he is going to take. I'm going to give him a. I'm going to roll a d4 to give him a little bit of damage Dang. from that bludgeoning, especially since it's on ice. But we're regular ground and meh.
2: Hellhound's on ice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pay to see that. All right, he's going to take a point of damage.
2: All right. My plan is
1: working perfectly. Kimmy! Your good boys awake.
0: All right. Um. I'm in a, a Penny just stands there looking at the situation and she just smiles and she's like, "Boys, let them have it." Bite. And she points and she uh and she's points generally in that direction. In that
2: you don't direction. specify they, I'm in that general direction.
0: They know you. Oh, okay. They've been working alongside you. They're smart boys. They're
1: there. They're. The smartest boys. The smartest boys. <laughs> the goodest, so, the smartest, the peppiest of boys. They I mean the, the the, the whistle that I gave to Kimmy uh, ensures that anybody that is aligned with her, they are going to also be aligned with. So they're Yeah, not gonna, stop worrying, not gonna Birdie.
0: It. I got this. It's what I do. I'm they great smelled, with it. They smelled your butt earlier,
1: man. You're, you're what in the I pack.
0: <laughs> so do I roll for each of them?
1: Uh, so, yeah. Why don't you roll four attacks? And if you look at the sheet I gave you, for those interested, I'm using just the Mastiff uh sheet from the 5e great um so you add plus three on your attack okay got it thank you so much
0: uh yeah no one got a nine one got a four one got a 16 one got a 12.
1: okay 16 boy 16 Uh, boy is probably all right 16 boy okay and so since he was in the latter i mean that's
0: the dachshund no i can't it's he's that the dachshund was four it's the bloodhound, Beauty.
1: Okay. Okay, so, yeah, Beauty beauty rushes past, and Beauty's going to be attacking hellhound number two mm-hmm. um, in this case. Can you roll dexterity for Beauty for me? Great. Beauty has to pass over that ice. Eight. So, Beauty is going to make it over the ice, okay? It, you had to actually roll an eight, so you got the tie goes to the runner for that. Thank you so, so much. No, it's rather easy since it's a small patch. <laughs> I, I matched it to the roll that Adam made.
0: I mean, honestly, he so probably hit. just leapt over it. I mean, a Bloodhound is huge.
1: Huh? Yeah, big boy. All right. And why don't you go and roll his attack against Hellhound number two?
0: All right. So to hit, it's four 1d6 plus one piercing damage. So I'm running, mm-hmm. I'm doing one, I'm doing four 1d6s. Yep. Is that correct? Great. Yep. I just haven't done multiple, I don't ever have multiple D- anything because I'm such a little wimp. Oh, every wooden D six plus one, so that's. No, no, it's
1: just you do four D six and then you do plus one at the end.
0: Oh, in my defense, the way the math is working on this sheet, it's inside the parentheses. So technically, I was taught. In elementary oh, PEMDAS! School.
1: Look at you, PEMDAS. I'm just saying, it's the ordering. Please
0: excuse my
3: dear Aunt Sally. <laughs> my dumbass shit.
0: Uh, fourteen piercing damage.
1: Okay yeah wow. th- this this boy is bloody um but this is
0: if the target wow. is a creature it must succeed on a dc 11 strength throw saving throw oh. or be knock prone
1: oh oh yeah that's what it says i forgot about that yeah that's that's nice that so you i have to roll that's tw- why i got it i got a so i'm gonna roll for the, oh, you the hellhound to- yeah hellhound has to save against that so that he doesn't get it doesn't get oh the
0: creature it. has to do it great that's how pronouns work
4: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> strength okay uh, miss my god two for two you guys it truly Come must on. have ro- the
0: dog must have like rolled onto its back and shown its belly
3: <laughs> taking this dog
1: it's like it's just like wait you are now the new alpha
3: <laughs> I don't feel good
0: about it <laughs> this is like our for dog lovers only episode yeah where we have dogs ruff, fight ruff. yeah we have dogs ruff. fight and kill each other yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> alright so yeah him. hell number two is not just bloodied but he is completely knocked back onto the ground and he's going to have to use his full movement to get up as well next time and that's yeah get it beauty
0: and then i look at bertram and aaron and i'm just like it's not aaron i'm sorry i look at bertram and a1 and i'm like that's beauty that's that's my that's beauty that's beauty with proud soccer mom
1: (laughs) hellhound too uses his whole turn to to just get back up and he's he's kind of like very confused i mean hellhounds are are terrible to behold. They they are just made as if fire from within. Very uh, demonic, I guess you could say. And fiendish, if I'm using very D&D terms. And it is not used to being bullied so quickly this way. And so it is very confused. So it gets back up. Bertram, what you doing?
2: Well, right now I'm googling what a hellhound looks like because I don't know. Uh, it's so scary. They are. They are sketchy. It's, these things. These guys are sketchy.
3: The puppy's <laughs> cute though. It no, the is. the puppy is cute. You, what is it called?
2: <laughs>
4: How
1: do you go from one to the other? Hellhound like, come puppy. On,
2: man. I don't know. Oh, it's yeah. in the book. That is cute.
1: Oh no! I want one.
2: <laughs> okay. Um. So can you tell me, Kate, where? hellhound one and two are did you say that two the one that was on the ground picked itself up is one on the ground still
1: one is on the ground still yeah okay. one and two picked out. itself
2: up off the ice yeah
1: yeah and two is on the other side of the barrels from you just like on the far side of the room uh, whereas hellhound one who is splayed out on the ice uh he is parallel with you you know you can look straight ahead and he's maybe 10 feet away
2: can I take the other barrel that I'm just behind and shove it towards the, the nearby hellhound, hoping to maybe see whatever in, inside of it will just kind of splay out on the ground? Not sure yeah, what that, that's This feels
1: like a dangerous that's, that's game. That's one way to do that.
2: Yeah, kind like of a mystery really bag. Dangerous. I'm curious.
0: I feel like Bertram just wants the world to burn.
2: I feel like the past Bertram three episodes, does. I've had a real big pushing thing. I like pushing things for some reason. That's I my like thing now, guys. Them. Bertram is a pushing. He uh, robot. He's oh a pusher. Oh
0: my you push gosh. people.
1: Bertram, you're a pusher. I'm a pusher. Isn't that that <laughs> joke from Mean Girls me. where she's
0: like, "I'm a pusher, Katie. I'm a pusher."
1: Yeah, and uh, not understanding. Is that the our whole
2: second people. Mean Girls reference in this podcast?
1: What was the first?
2: Aaron is like, "Come on." Jerk, we're going shopping or something. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. When, when we busted out, when we busted <laughs> out, when we busted out that guy from uh, the prison. Come on, Jerk. Up, we're going it's
0: still shopping. not enough being Girls references, to
1: be honest. So. Right, we'll do
2: more. We'll do better. All right. So, what uh, do I need to roll to, to
1: push yeah, it over? Yeah, roll a D20 for me. Yeah, roll a D20. I had different ideas and I couldn't decide.
2: Of what's inside of it or if I'm able to successfully yeah. push it over? Okay.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. You're, you successfully do so. Uh, a six. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, yeah, you, you push it over, and just this dank sludge comes out, and it is just horrible to smell. And, and Bertram, once again, you told us earlier you can't smell, so you don't. But, but I would say Awen and, uh, and Penny, you definitely would. And the dogs who have an even keener sense of smell would. And your humanoid reactions to this are just, I need to get the hell away from this. Um, And some of the dogs, though, are immediately drawn to it. And it is like this meaty kibble looking like sludge uh, that you're not quite sure what the hellhounds have been eating in there. But you do think you spy a finger um, and maybe some hair. But the the hounds that are nearest to it are definitely drawn to it. And so they they go... By the oh
3: gods, are they com- decomposing bodies with lime? Oh, like
1: Bertram, Can what you did you do? Mixed in it too? It is just like a mess. Penelope, Why did was this, you do this Was this, this your job us?
2: when you were here last time? What do they do this?
0: I'm waiting and for Bertram to are, make the one who smelt bodies. a Delta joke. He is too <laughs> proper for that. That is lowbrow humor.
2: <laughs> Mm-hmm.
1: No, do you want to take any extra simple actions, Bertram? I mean, the, that was, you know, you pushed it over, seeing what would happen, but you can do some smaller actions as well. You can move. Uh,
2: I guess I'll back away a little bit since like, I just pushed over my kind of protection of the barrel. I think I'll kind of back away a little bit and kind of uh, get next to Awen and Penelope.
0: Okay oh so and is that sludge like between us and the door now do we have to go through the sludge
1: yeah there was a lot oh, nice mm-hmm. you're welcome there, there was a lot <laughs> penny what are you gonna do with this you got this mess penny is gonna penny. attack bertram <laughs> 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 our first case of actual invite you were curious yeah.
2: what was in that barrel just as much as i, I had
0: thought. different means of discovering what was in it ones that wouldn't affect us so strongly but it's fine um sorry i'm this changed things i i, I was just going to be boring but now <laughs> it, it, i'm trying to, to something else I should do everything this changes everything <laughs> i mean what i want to do is take my rapier and just smack him real quick before i attack but it doesn't work so i'm gonna uh, penny pulls out her short bow and then immediately attack uh goes after um hellhound one just immediately okay. tries to fire she is avoiding trying to get across the sludge. So, um, Hellhound
1: one, since he is prone, since he's, you know, flat on the ground, you're going to have advantage. Great. So you roll uh, twice, twice and yeah. take the higher of the two.
0: Uh, 16. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that I hits. rolled a 16. Great. So I have a 1d6 of piercing damage. So if that hits, then uh, that is three piercing damage.
1: Yeah, he's barely clinging on. You just see him like that. That's sunk deep where it hurt. Awen, you got one hellhound on the ground. You got one hellhound who's kind of backed into a corner. Um, and you got a crap ton of weird doggy feed sludge. Goop. Some goop. <laughs> the good goop. <laughs> but not good <laughs> soup um, in front of you.
3: How far away are the hellhounds from each other?
1: From each other? 30
3: feet? Uh, the one who's, who's like super bloodied. Um, Awen casts Ice Knife again at the first level. Okay. That's a miss. That's a, that's a one.
1: Did you roll with advantage? Yeesh.
2: Disappears into the sludge. <laughs> that
3: is a nine against AC.
1: Okay, no, also it doesn't. Yeah, it does. It kind of goes into the sludge as well. You hear just this, like, th- uh, sickening thwap down there. Anything else? And then
3: else? it explodes, and the creature... Whoa. Oh, <laughs> no, it was 30 feet away. Yeah, it explodes, so it needs to, it needs to make a dex save or take 2d6 damage.
1: Okay. Uh, Kimmy, I need you to roll a dex save for two of, the hound, two of our hounds as well. Because you got, you got two that are flanking this guy. <laughs> Awen and his
3: uh lack of foresight with his aoe
1: <laughs> 10 and a
0: 4 you 17. guys this is the oh, this is the worst time way. i've ever had fighting with you guys so basically after whatever kate says i just glare
1: at a i'm okay, doing so th- my best and and dc for you is 12 right 12 yeah it was,
3: was nine damage
1: Okay, so one of them, Kimmy, um, one of your boys is going to take 9 damage. The other one is going to take 4. And the Hellhound is going to take 4 as well. Hellhound is still barely alive. Uh, And then good boys, I can keep track for you if you want. The first one is 2 hit points. Oh no. Hellhound number 1. Oh, sorry. Good boy number 1. Good boy number 2 five hit points good boy number three is seven hit points and good boy number four is six hit points okay so how much damage was that was that nine you said uh Aaron? yep all right so both of them sorry only one of them um poofs away okay so the who was your first good boy was it the scottish boat fam?
0: yes that's the scottish uh deer hound
1: Okay, so sweet lips, you see, like it just it explodes right near him, and it sprays into his his fur, and he lets out a yelp and just poof, like disappears. <gasps> uh, bell throats the the dachshund. Uh, it does hit uh, them as well, but they're still around, and it looks balefully back at you, Aaron. Like what? What the hell, man? What The frick! Uh, Penny just like
0: and- Penny just like covers her mouth in just absolute horror and and just like the dogs and then just go, is looking pretty much back and forth between bertram and Aowen, just in both like frustration and just horror of like what's happening why are we hurting the dogs
3: <laughs> we're in the middle of a fight
0: Bertram's, these are our friends bertram
2: steps away from <laughs> <The> one <who laughs> is likes this how it. much
3: you value are you, us
0: <laughs> are we just expendable <laughs> to you
3: the dog literally poofed away. It, it is expendable it will, by definition. It will come back. It will May, come well back. Well, let's see if you poof if, if I hurt
0: you. you. IRL if you die in the game. <laughs> I hope that's true. Fartuk is never going to forgive me. We'll
3: find out, I guess.
1: I know. If you guys, if you guys make it back to the island, you'll be like, Fartuk's like, hey, have uh, you heard from from Sweet Lips at all? Oh, that'd be the saddest,
2: <laughs> saddest, saddest scene oh, to play out. No. Oh, no. All right, let's improv the it death of this dog.
1: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh.
3: Anyway, no thank you. That's hellhound how one is
1: Penny uh, <laughs> hellhound one is going to struggle uh, to its feet, and it is going to since it's so close, it's going to swipe and bite at our little dachshund buddy. And that is a thirteen to hit. Let's see what. Yeah, it's AC. twelve. Okay, so that does hit. Yeah. And I mean, I don't even have to. I mean. <laughs> he uh the dachshund was already at one hp so yeah he bites it in and the, the dachshund poofs
0: oh no they're gone <laughs> i'm, the failing, these I'm they are, failing these dogs i'm absolutely failing these dogs
3: they're gonna poof away in like one round anyway
0: yeah but that's by choice slash magic not because we've hurt them oh
3: no J- just throw pip out he just
0: feels so bad
3: throw hey, pip out Feel pain
0: whose side are you on Penny truly is going to turn around and cross her arms and not fight anymore. She's done.
3: She's dead, too.
1: Well, Penny, you have your chance to uh, command the remaining two good boys on the other side of the room.
0: Penny looks at the other two good boys and like, boys, go home. Find Fire Tuck. Go home. And sends them Penelope.
2: away. <laughs> They're both still alive.
0: I don't want What's them to be hurt by you, you too. And They're so They're going she to sends poof away home.
2: just like the other two are going to are poofed away. They raise, like their, a, a they raise their they their houndish
1: <laughs> They raise their houndish eyebrows like well oh okay. And <sighs> poof they go away.
0: If I felt like you both had more sympathetic attitudes towards this
1: I like, just I threw down the sludge, they probably would have enjoyed eating it. Hellhound number two sees that this, you know, there there are no longer any dogs flanking it. Oh shit. And it's already up on its feet. So it is going to the sludge has covered enough of the ice on one side that it is not going to be encumbered anymore. Sludge isn't really an encumbering thing, especially for these dogs. So it's gonna charge straight at you, Penny, as your back is turned. Well I always get a bonus action in battle. Can I use it beforehand or do I have to use it after?
3: I think that would be a reaction. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Bonus action would be on your turn. Oh, fair enough. Um, And then a reaction would be, you know, when something happens to you.
0: Okay. I don't know the difference between those things. I've only been doing this for a year and a half with you guys. (laughs) 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 But I don't know the difference between those things. I'm so sorry. I mean, I know the difference like situationally. I don't understand how to play those things differently. Yeah, that's fine. Uh,
1: So you guys, tonight is a night of highs and lows for me. I've rolled two crit misses, but guess what I just rolled? Natural twenty. Oh, no.
0: oh a twenty, That's a
1: not twenty. Good. So we're going to do some double damage now. Fair enough. You
2: had like no HP.
1: Do I not have any <laughs> oh, HP? No. I don't really we know. Remember
3: what we gave I gave you some good berries,
2: right? Yeah,
1: yeah but yeah. your
2: max is like fourteen or something.
1: Okay, so well, it's you bite gentlemen, you, Penny.
0: if I die, you gentlemen get to do all this on your own. Have fun. <laughs> Maybe okay, you shouldn't so. be as mean to my dogs. You see, I this said, is on you both.
2: I said. You said to send Pippin! I said we should set this place on fire. Let's not forget
0: that. <laughs> yeah, that Mr. just going to knock sounding, over barrels um,
1: willy-nilly. That
2: idea is sounding a lot better right now, isn't it?
1: This hellhound is going to rush at you, Penny, and with your back turned toward it, it's going to jump and sink its teeth into your shoulder mm-hmm. and oh. bite you for 14 oh. points
0: oh well there you go i'm at one <laughs> Benny.
3: you're at you're at one though you're not at zero
0: i'm at i mean i don't remember what i had before i'm so sorry
1: I, i'm, I I'm had sure 15. It's fine.
0: if you gave me good berries i should be back to 15 like how much is that so you i were, would have you it You did
1: go back to max great so. then it's at one okay oh,
2: God.
1: bertram I mean, you're at one. you see this just carnage in front of you uh this thing rushed past you and sunk its its teeth into your friend's shoulder and she is just well i don't know how she's reacting how how does penny react to pain but this this is bad
0: i mean P- penny like yells out and immediately sinks to her knees this is terrible
1: Bertram, Wish how you do you react had to some this? guard
3: dogs
0: great great <laughs> reaction this is going to go really that's well that's what
2: awen says as you're screaming in pain well, well, he
3: was well sucks that, to suck sucks <laughs> to God suck that was pretty. That so pretty. So, so, so <laughs> <laughs> didn't it? Won't do that again, really. <laughs> Hope you learned your lesson.
2: <laughs> uh, can you remind me, Kate, of. Uh, well, I'll wait until you're done with your shirt.
1: Thanks, on. I'm, I'm sweating. Per usual. I saw you had the sweater now.
2: on. I don't know. I guess. You know, I don't I was know. cold. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yet, how dare you, you wear a sweater?
2: Uh, Kimmy, I like how you are legit. Like you do it. What uh, you don't do the smart thing on the fight, but you do what your character would do, and I think that's interesting. Yep. I think that's thank cool. you. It's what I'm
0: trying to do. It's when I, that's what I always enjoy when I listen to D and D. Is it's when people make dumb decisions. Yeah, well, because uh, it's yeah, way more heroes fun.
1: heroes fuck up, and that is an important thing to remember. It's just funnier.
0: It's just always it funnier is. to me. Anyway, is. please so it's funny to
1: see you at one HP do.
2: The two the two hellhounds how how are they looking They're now
1: ten feet away from you. How are they looking? One of them is barely clinging to life. Is that the
2: one that bit Penelope?
1: No. That one is bloodied. But the other one is like just barely there. Like it is swaying on its feet.
2: Okay. The one that's almost there, I wanna help protect Penelope, but I think it'd be smarter to at least hopefully take one of these out. So it doesn't attack us again. So I'm going to go for the one that's barely kind of hanging on. I'm going to pull out my crossbow and sling, a, sling a, an arrow at it with one of my silver-tipped okay. arrows. Ooh-hoo-hoo. 14.
1: Does not hit. <sighs> now here's where I can tell you as your DM. Um, you know, something that I encourage is like you have full actions that you take, right? You can take full movement, which is different for every one of you based off of your race. Uh, but you also can do full actions, which would be an attack or, you know, pushing a barrel over that's pretty heavy. But you can also do a simple action. And what I like to allow for simple actions is you can eat or drink things.
2: We've already we've we all already drank our fire resistance.
1: Mm-hmm. Are you talking about me drinking something? I'm talking to all of you. I'm talking to just all of you, which is just me as your friendly DM. You know, sometimes as a teacher I have to do this too. It's like, hey, here's a big hint. I want you to get there, but, you know, you have a lot of tools at your disposal.
3: Drink your own, drink your blood. Drink blood. (laughs) Drink blood.
1: Eat, eat, eat the dog stuff. Eat, eat Eat the the dog stuff, Bertram. Just bend down and eat it.
2: (laughs) Eat that poison meat. Would you allow me to pick up some of the sludge with my hand and try and slap it over the dog's eyes? That is on top of Penelope.
1: Uh, yeah, just because I really want that to happen. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I love it. Uh, I want a dexterity them. for me. Okay. I know dex- roll de- because this isn't going to be a still thing. Like it's right. going to. Right. Well luckily I'm so great. So why at... don't we do a challenge of dexterity? You roll dexterity and I roll dexterity.
2: Uh beat a natural 20.
1: Oh god. Well, I mean, no that's an on- yeah. I rolled a 4 anyway, so it doesn't matter. All right, so you slap sludge on <laughs> on this. Yes. You slap some some doggy sludge on this thing's eyes. I'm going to count this thing now as blinded.
4: Yeah.
0: Does it hurt? Like, does it burn?
1: No, no, it doesn't burn. It doesn't burn Bertram either uh, because you guys took your fire resistance. So it's not enough to actually be here by that. Penny, you're on the ground, on your knees, one HP. This thing is right behind you. What do you do? I mean, it's
0: still, I'm assuming it's still like, cl- it's still like clenched onto me, right?
1: No. Not since its eyes have been. (laughs) It's blinded. With it being blinded, is
2: there any advantage that Penelope or someone would have against it from being blinded?
1: You know what? I pulled out my sheet with conditions because I had a feeling I need it. Uh, Its attack rolls have disadvantage, attacks against it have advantage. Cool. Ability checks.
2: So you would have advantage against it. Yeah. uh, The required sight also fail. I have
0: advantage against it. All
2: right. (laughs) If you so chose to attack it.
0: Yeah. Penny grabs her rapier like turn uh, like basically is like really hunched over and I'm assuming I'm assuming it bot got her in the right shoulder. But again, she's left-handed, yeah. so she grabs her left hand and then just like full swing back and just like absolutely swings at this thing to try to like clock it in the face with her rapier.
1: Excellent. Um roll with advantage.
0: Uh 17 definitely hits. All right. And I have a
1: 1d8 piercing damage, so... Um, seven piercing damage. Okay. win. as you're standing back and you're just shaking your head and being like, well, guess that's what happens. Uh, what do you do?
0: Is the other dog still alive?
1: Yeah, the other dog is barely hanging on. i glad we're all really worrying about
0: the other dog, not the one that no, just the one, took the a one chunk that was out like of me. S-
1: it is. It is uh, yeah, you just had Bertram try to hit it with a crossbow. And it missed. I it attacked. Is, like,
2: I attacked the crossbow with the one that was further HH1, away, yeah. and the one that was barely hanging on. But then I blinded the one on that pe- attacked Penelope. Exactly. I switched it uh, for the and then Penelope attacked that exactly. one. And that one is it barely mm-hmm. hanging on, or that one's fine.
1: The one that attacked Penelope is bloodied. Okay. The one that is kind of standing in between the two barrels that was kind of splayed out on the ice and now is up again. It is it is barely hanging on. It is like swaying. You can see it, like you don't even know if it's seen straight.
3: Awin pulls out his flame tongue sword and says, This one's for Fat Lip, and swings the sword at the dog. (laughs) Do you mean sweet lips? Yeah,
2: he didn't remember the name,
1: obviously.
2: (laughs) And uh, it was the thought.
0: (laughs)
1: It was the thought. I like the idea of you bellowing it full volume. This one's for Fat Lip.
3: <laughs> and uh, swings his sword at the dog on pin, on like right next to pin, penny. Okay.
1: That's an 18 yeah. to hit? Yeah, it does hit. Uh sword did not erupt in flames. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's uh that's 8 damage.
1: Yeah, tell me. Tell me all about it.
3: Yeah, uh with that with that guttural roar of fat lip, the sword uh cleanly cuts between the vertebrae of the of the dog's uh, spine, and the head just come completely comes off and flies towards the other dog.
1: You know what? Just for fun, just for fun, can you roll a D four for me? That's a three. So as you just ferociously swing down your sword, severing the head from the body, uh, it it flies backwards, and the force of it knocks into the barely standing hillhound who is just probably so shaken and so disoriented that it's not fully understanding what's coming at it. And the last thing it sees is just another hellhound's head barreling toward it. And it knocks into the side of the skull and also kills it. So the three of you, although one of you not too good for wear, have defeated two hellhounds. Huzzah! (laughs)
2: few things inspire you to create your own campaign more than hearing a bunch of friends enjoying theirs. But where do you start? Here at Undercommon Taste, we discuss tabletop gaming and homebrew content, as well as diving into the concepts of world building, content creation, game balance, and various DM tips. We focused mainly on 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons, but most of our advice can be taken into any system. We dive into the existing lore of older editions, discussing the impact of bringing old, sometimes forgotten lore into the current edition to
5: bring your campaign worlds to life
2: we also host various game and game systems creators to get a sample of up-and-coming projects and to get their take on how to bring something unexpected and new to the table so join us for Undercommon taste where we stir the pot and lick the spoon available wherever you find your podcasts oh there's sailor
5: yes i'm talking to you Yearn for IC's adventure and hierarchical mayhem at the roll of a D20. Yes, 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 Thank I'll you. just toss you, sure. Thank you shirt. Very sassy. <laughs> no, I drink beer and I fart in my sleep. <laughs> now that I got your attention with sex. Here I have to say. Welcome to my Pub, the wizard's sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a cow that I'm gonna get in a bag, Do you know? Just, how big I'm a just cow gonna- is? <laughs> Don't put gold in your ass. <laughs> <house>. uh, <laughs> that's
2: um, not the catchphrase we good. were looking
5: for. It is one that we often <laughs> use about Enough
2: it, about where you keep your secret stuff.
5: It's not right. in my anus. Stop it. <laughs> and sign your name in blood. I mean, join the rovers on your crew on their adventures every Wednesday, wherever you find podcasts. Cold Shots Entertainment presents Menaces to Society.
4: Hi, I'm Pepper. I'm going to put on a disguise so he doesn't recognize me next time I see him.
2: Sure, you guys weren't there. Uh, you look a little beat up yourselves. That bar fight sure was fun.
1: Can I heal it?
3: Andre walks up to it and stabs it with the rapier.
2: You might, by chance, be the one who murdered those people in that bar fight.
1: Oh, that was definitely.
5: You could eat your vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> Cannibal. He uh, killed the a calf once.
2: I will take F of your finest skates, please. Sonny, you no know, F's not a number, right? That does not explain the calf that he killed, though.
5: Hi, I'm Pepper. What's your name?
2: We need F pairs of skates, so I got them. How I, How did that work? Hang on.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Might be the baby calf coming back to haunt you.
2: Tell your folks is hi.
3: Do you enjoy podcasts with varying content,
2: such as superheroes,
3: and you see more of the bushes coming to chase the kids. Um, all right. Um, I think I need to get their attention focused on me.
2: Tell them to leave them alone.
5: Transforming heroes. And he nods to the giant dragon turtle. You hear a crunch as I crush a building as I walk forward. We have... N- no, the library! <laughs> Not the books. And a bit of horror.
3: It looks almost like there's entrails going in opposite
5: direction. That's a little bit of whatever it is you can see. It's just this red... Oh! ...thready, stringy stuff.
3: Oh, oh well, okay then. Oh.
5: Yikes!
3: Then you should check out Dungeons & Pop, a tabletop variety show that involves several guests from the actual play scene, as well as other people who just wanted to try out being on a podcast, which you can join on our Discord server. We release episodes regularly on Wednesday on your podcast player of choice.
1: Friends, half-orcs, countrymen, lend me your pointy ears. Hey guys, it's me, Kate, your master teacher. And I'm here just to say, first of all, thank you for listening. We are happier here. We're happier back with us and continuing on this crazy journey. So hold on to your seats and see where it goes. <laughs> uh, but with that, I, I just would love to invite you to reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. You can find us on Twitter. Our handle is at omamamshow. You can email us. Our email address is omamamshow at gmail.com. And on there, if you want to just say hey, great. If you want to give us suggestions for future adventures or future stories to have on here, or even feedback or ideas. Ideas for cool trinkets and treasures for me to weave into the story and have the characters find. That is great. We just want to hear from you. want to interact with you. We want to talk to you. I would also like to invite you to leave us a rating and review. You can most easily do this on Apple Podcasts, but on there by doing that, you can take a few seconds just to leave a rating, a few more seconds to write a quick review. But really by doing that, you are helping us as a small independent podcast reach a wider array of audiences who would otherwise have no idea that we exist. And as a thank you, I will be reading your own words back to you. So I'll be featuring different reviews and ratings on here so that you don't have to hear me talk about our podcast. You can hear yourselves. So this week, I'm reading one from a user named Hannah Banna Sauce. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Uh, and Hannah Banasos writes, This podcast is amazing. I really enjoy the way you take familiar tales and tell them with new twists and turns. This show really keeps you on your toes. The show has really inspired me to play more. I blame your podcast for me having three home games in rotation and a and d podcast on my own. Ooh, Hannah, reach out to us. Let me know what your D&D podcast is and we would love to listen. But thank you for that. Although, three home games. Whoa. I gotta say, hats off to you. (laughs) Uh, But with that said, I'm thankful that you guys are here. I'm thankful that you're listening. And I hope that we will continue to entice and entertain you as we continue on in this crazy literary world of ours that we are building together. All right, that's enough of me. Let's get back to the show. (laughs)
3: Penny, are you okay penny you're right you're bleeding from your back don't move and i go up to her and like um uh i how many good berries did i use let's see i think I've, i have three good berries left so i produce three good berries and i give those to 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 penny
0: penny takes three and before she eats them you eat them because they're berries right mm-hmm. Penny takes all three and then just looks at Awen and she's like pale and like bloody and like her lips are like drawn, like she just looks terrible. And she goes, who's fat lip? And then (laughs) slowly eats the berries, trying to get better and then just collapses on the ground.
3: Well, that's the name of your dog. I mean, I mean, I I know. Was it not fat lip? (laughs)
0: Penny. I mean, I don't know how, how long does Goodberry just you immediately revive, right?
2: He has one point
3: of health per berry. So you get three
2: health. All and right. it, yeah. Well, yeah, you gave yeah. her three, so she's at four now.
0: Mm-hmm. Great. Let me just write that down. I'm could to be I, better about writing everything down.
2: Could I use my flower and, and herb collar to fork like medicine? Or does medicine strictly revive medicine but not check. give HP? I don't think it- I
1: would say because when we designed Bertram, we gave him like this was one of the items that when we homebrewed it, we gave him uh, oh my God, what is that called? It's not the integrated, specialty.
2: the integrated tool. I give double yeah, for- It is his integrated tool yeah. so that you have Proficient.
1: proficiency with it. So since you have proficiency with it, then yeah, I would I would totally allow you to use it as a medicine check to help her.
3: Can you make like zesty ranch seasoning out of your spices and herbs <laughs> on your back?
2: I could if the situation called for it. So I if I so did something to her wounds, could that give her HP? Or again, does that just kind of mm-hmm. revive her if she's knocked out?
1: I would, I would count it as healing. So for that, if you roll high enough on your healing, so you know, typically it would be a 10 or higher, uh-huh. then I would treat it like a regular common healing potion, which would be a 2d4 plus 2.
2: So I have double proficiency bonus for ability checks made with it. So what's the ability check that I'm rolling?
1: A straight D20 Just, um, with medicine if you have it.
2: Ugh, I don't have a negative one for medicine. Damn.
1: Okay. So you roll a D20. You keep in mind that <laughs> negative one, but then you also add your proficiency. Oh. Um.
2: So that was a nine. And then double proficiency, so I'm doubling the proficiency that I have, so so plus four,
1: mm-hmm. so, minus one, but it would still be over ten.
2: Okay, great. Okay, then I, I then I can see something that maybe like there's some like, uh, even though she took fire resistance uh, potion, maybe maybe she still got singed a little bit. And what's the what's the is it the aloe kind of plants? Maybe there's some kind of like uh, I mm-hmm, can rub mm-hmm. some of that on her wounds to try and heal up some of the the burns on her on her back.
1: Yeah. So one of you, you can choose which one of you does this, but you would just roll a 2d4 plus 2, and that's how many HP that you would regain. You can do it. Do you want me Uh, to do it?
2: Sure, yeah, you can do it.
4: Wait,
1: wait, wait. I'm forgetting something. I have forgotten something, and now you remember it. Why even, I mean, why even do this? What ring are you wearing? Oh, I have a ring.
0: I do have a Ring of Regeneration. Will that just, like, regenerate me, in like, generally?
1: So, yeah. I'm going to give it three uses, three charges before it disintegrates. Yeah. So it's going to get three charges before it disintegrates. So you're going to notice that maybe one of the gemstones in it, however you want to imagine this, but it could be, like, a gemstone and it kind of falls out, or um, maybe there was a part of it that was glowing, maybe, like, a, a design on it, and part of it kind of fizzles out. But you get three uses of this. Um, do you want to use one of those where you would regenerate?
2: Well, well, maybe, maybe use it later because Aaron did his moment, and I just did my moment, and then you came in and you just said that. Wait, forget those moments. So maybe if your health is okay after the rolls that Aaron and I did for you, maybe you won't need okay. it as much.
0: Honestly, I think it's good that they help me because I'm mad at them, and yeah. it'll play into how I respond to them okay. in a minute. And but I'll remember not have I have that. I've it. just noted that I have three charges for it too.
1: Okay. Yeah. This is uh, so. That's great. Keep track of your stuff. So, so what's you guys, your HP now? I much, suck at doing that. How much did that. you get
2: back after the medicine roll that you did? Oh,
1: I didn't roll it
0: because she okay. said stop. Sorry so about that. So 2d4 plus
4: 2? d 4 2 hmm That's a lot. Yeah. 4. Nice. 1.
0: 7. So. so you're like at 11? I have 11 HP. Okay. I swear That's I was going to get to it. I'm not good at math quickly, but I can do it. Nice. <laughs> so workable 11 hp so i'm functional again to a degree and i'll make sure i know that for next time um so penny feels that and is really conflicted because she's both really uh, like really annoyed at them and also appreciates what they did so she just sort of kind of turns her back she's sitting on the ground and kind of turns her back she's like thanks i uh i appreciate it i just I just, I don't get it. I don't care enough half the time for you guys. And I'm not talking about how I feel or what I'm thinking. And then other times I care too much and you make fun of me mid fight. I just don't know how to do this with you. Ugh. And she just gets up and tries to storm off, but gets a little stuck behind all the sludge. And then she points at it and she looks at Bersham and she's like, fix your mess.
2: I think I would, I would go, I would like hear that and I would nod. And then I would turn and go back up the stairs to Fagan's office. And then after a moment, I would come back down with the, whatever that tapestry or whatever that big kind of uh, thing that we killed last time. The cloaker. And I would say, I'm sorry, Penelope. We're on the same team. Let's remember who the real enemy is, but I am sorry. And I love your beautiful puppies. And then I unfurl (laughs) the tapestry down onto the sludge. Like a like a gentleman trying to put his the old fashioned way of putting the coat down in the uh, down in the rain puddle. So someday I have them like a him like walk so she can walk over it and maybe not get as much sludge on her.
0: Thank you. And then she kind of side eyes Aowen, but not fully, but is still kind of looking at the ground. She's nineteen, like she's just gonna be moody. <laughs>
1: Okay, people have to have like a drink. There's got to be a drinking time, game. But, like, yeah, every time you say <laughs> every she's nineteen, he's nineteen. All right, that's fair. <laughs> I'll stop saying it. I just sometimes <laughs> worried you forget. No, like, keep doing I, it. I'm playing as
0: There's, there's got to be a
1: drinking game. <laughs> stay
2: thirsty. There's there. like four <laughs> times in my episode. <laughs> she's nineteen. <19." laughs> By the way,
1: I got I gotta love that gentlemanly expression, Bertram of of you taking the corpse of a monster and using it. <laughs> It's like call back spread over a gutter for a lady to cross the street.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I messed up. <laughs> so we're walking back up the stairs. No, I
0: well, just Penny is gra- standing there about to walk through towards the back door, but she is standing there looking at the ground, but also kind of side-eyeing Awen to see if he apologizes. That's metagaming, I, I, sorry.
4: I
3: look I look, I look at Penny and I say, Look, Penny, I'm sorry about your dogs. All right. I didn't mean them any harm but you need to you need to understand something young girl when you start a fight and you bring in other beings into a fight under your volition we finish the fight i'm sorry that your dogs got hurt by my last knife explosion but we're fighting for our lives we have no idea what's coming next and we need to get the hell out of here now I know you've had a hard life. You're 19. (laughs) (laughs)
4: All right. Taking a drink. Taking a
3: drink. (laughs) I'm 125. Just just chill out a little bit is all I'm saying. All right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings by hurting your dog. It seems like those dogs are going to come back. But I just want you to know that that. Right there makes me feel uncomfortable. I need to know that you have my back and that you're not just going to stop in the middle of a fight.
0: Fair. It'll be easier for me to have your back if you're not making fun of me mid-fight
4: my memory is
2: so bad i'm so old
0: you so
4: old <laughs>
2: what did i say <laughs> wait wait what did i say i think what's hard is that we're riff- we're joking so much and i don't know what is like actually yeah. our characters are actually saying and what are we just saying to True. each other because it's a funny comment mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. but whatever yeah wait but what was it i forget
0: i I think you guys just laughed when Penny got upset about the dogs. And instead of being like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hurt your dog when I misfired my arrow, you were like, it's fine. And I got mad at it.
3: Oh, yes, 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 yes. That's what I remember. totally trolls for sure.
1: (laughs) All right. So the three of you, once you cross over the sludge, uh, you know, using the battered corpse of the cloaker, (laughs) Um, you see that once again on the far stone wall there is a a set of double heavy double wooden doors and to the left of it is a simple one Uh, but you also see there's an orb above that one an orange bronzish orb above the left door
3: alright the last time I messed with those orbs I got super fucked up Um, I'm guessing that this is some kind of protection spell, so we need to blast, either blast it or go through
2: the other door. So, Kate, there's, there's a... Uh, on the same wall, there's like a set of double doors, and then right next to it is a small door?
1: No, so a far wall straight across from uh-huh. you, kind of at the end of uh, the room, uh-huh. as it were, you see the, the, the heavy set of wooden double doors. Nothing above it. And then on the left-hand wall... You see the, the simple wooden door with the bronzish, orangey-red color of sunset globe above it.
2: Oh, the simple, or the simple door has the, has the orb on it. Can I quickly, as we're deciding what to do, can I look and peek in the other barrel? Because I think there were two barrels, weren't there? Just to see if the other one mm-hmm. also had guts in it or if it was something more useful.
1: Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and roll a d20.
2: Uh, six. I think it was a six last time.
1: Uh, yeah, it's the same thing. So you see more of that, oh, that okay. weird doggy kibble.
3: Okay. The orb that was above the door leading down initially in the shop. What color was that? Is it blue?
1: Blue. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Okay. All right. So the orb was blue. It was lightning. Um, and I'm thinking that this is fire because it's
4: it's orange. Um. Bertram, do you have any fire spells? Yes, I have a fire bolt. Hell yes,
3: that's a, That is, Bertram, fucking yes. Hit that door with that fire bolt. You seem to be on the fire tip recently.
2: <laughs> if only I could we just never... push it over. I, I'll, I'll pull. He's out. a pusher. I'm a pusher. I'm a pusher. He's over. a pyro pusher. Yeah, Bertram will pull out his his uh, quill the golden pen the golden with the quill, and he'll use that to cast out of it, and he'll cast a firebolt at the door, maybe near the bottom.
1: What is the range of this? Like, what, what does it cover? When you cast a firebolt. Is it, doesn't it just say, it doesn't pointing say that, at something? You it get three say the, bolts, Are you talking right?
2: about the, the size of it? It doesn't say what the size Yeah, of, but are there three So it says hurl emote emote it? a moat of fire at a creature or object within range. A moat of fire. Um... Make a ranged spell attack. Uh, on the hit.
1: Okay, so it doesn't describe like how large the fire is or anything like that. No. Okay. You do that, and you were aiming exactly where. Like, where would be the epicenter of your firebolt? Fireball. fireball. Uh,
2: I guess I'll aim kind of maybe a little bit, slightly a little bit more towards the middle, just so that way I don't miss it. I don't want to get cute with it and mess up something.
1: Okay. As it hits the door then, yeah, you just see the wood crackle on fire and travel its way up. And as the flames lick the orb above it, you see the orb gutter out. But the <laughs> the door is still on fire.
3: <laughs> as soon as the door uh, starts to flame up, uh, would you say that it's larger than five feet? hmm The flame?
1: Oh, the flames? Yeah.
3: Okay, uh, so uh, in succession, um, A Win casts control flames and inst- instantaneously extinguishes uh, flames within a five foot cube and just like does that all along the door. Okay, that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> I didn't know you had that. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I could have used that instead of shape water. I should have remembered. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, where was that? I
2: was, use, <laughs> I was having to use toilet water. I was spraying the room with toilet water.
1: <laughs> Bertram, go ahead and roll a d20 for us to yeah. see uh, your wild magic.
2: Oh boy. Here we go. Yay! I rolled a one. It's a, it's a Christmas Woo-hoo! miracle. It's a Christmas <laughs> it is
1: Christmas. It's a Christmas miracle. Okay, Christmas. damn it. Okay, I'm scared.
2: So I'm scared. All right, I rolled a 92. All your allies within 20 feet of you gain a plus two bonus to their AC for one minute. Yeah. So all your it's allies. With the, so all our allies within twenty feet of you gain a plus two bonus to their AC for one minute.
1: Cool. All right. So that so. would be just Penny and Awen.
2: That doesn't include myself. That's... No. Okay.
1: Mm-mm.
2: All right. Well, if we get yeah, the fight in the next minute, feel,
0: you feel more protected. You, you feel safe. Penny kind of shimmies and goes, "Oh, that felt good."
3: Oh, all right.
0: All right. With this, <laughs>
1: those
0: with are very video game uh... responses. <laughs> 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 Woo-hoo.
2: Oh wow! That right, felt you good. You,
1: uh, you have the doorway clear. What do you do?
2: All right, Awen, with your with your extra strength, kick open that door and see what's inside.
3: Yeah, Awen walks up to the door and hits it with his Shillelagh and Oh something. yeah, it
1: crumbles right. It, it it just crumbles down. And so inside, you see what looks like a workshop. Uh, you see three shelves of potions with two work tables in the center, and. It looks like, you know, this is where the magic happens in regards to potion making that Fagin does. You see measuring cups, jugs, jars, mysterious powders, and herbs spread about the room. You see there are several jars filled with blood on one of the work tables. And then in a far corner, kind of like catty corner from you, you see the most unusual potted plant. Its green leaves dappled with yellow and three slender trunks twisting into an upward braid. And at the top, you spy a handful of small blue fruits, only two of which seem ripe enough to eat. Penny's immediately
0: drawn towards the plant, as she was the cloaker. Yeah,
2: do not bury okay. your face in that, please, Penelope.
0: I didn't bury my face in the other one. I was looking at it. And it you said you put your face. nose
2: six inches from it. That's not bearing, but
0: uh, i have neither here nor there. Penny gets close to it, and then I would love to roll. Um, I think it'd probably an Arcana check is the way to go with this thing,
1: right? You can do Arcana or you can do nature. You'll get, you're will get you looking for two different things. Arcana, you're looking more for magical properties. Nature, you're looking for natural properties. I'm
0: thinking Arcana. Okay. Mm, well, you know, got an eight, so I, <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do?
4: <laughs> well, hey, hey Penny.
3: You ever seen one of these in the city before?
0: Penny doesn't even look back. She's just sort of drawn in like, uh, I, was, I what are those things called? They sing on rocks and they drown oh, like a mute. Uh, like yeah, a siren, Like a siren. She's kind of drawn in like song. a siren, just fascinated by it. She's like, no, I've never seen, not to my memory, I've never seen one of these before. It's incredible. You don't see plants like this here.
1: And you haven't. It's very exotic to you. I mean, the, the blue fruits themselves uh, you know the ones that are not riper, you know, as small as blueberries, and the ones that are just plump and juicy—they're the size of plums.
0: Mm. Penny gets close, but she learned, she doesn't touch. She just gets close to look at it. <laughs>
3: uh, Awen walks around the side and said, "Hey, Penny, let me take a look. I mean, I did grow up in the forest. Uh, maybe I've seen one of these before.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm connected that
3: makes... to nature's divine uh, oh. powers and such. Oh, and I, remember.
0: I remember now. That makes sense." She kind of backs I, up a little bashfully.
3: He like uh, looks at the berry and like holds it up and smells it a little bit.
1: So you you, you did you pick it off or you're keeping it on the no brand? no no no
3: no just like gently like okay. caressing it a little bit and I I rolled the seventeen on nature.
1: Sorry, I... copying the two. All right, yeah, um... that's right. That's right. <laughs> All that's right, yeah. You there. you kind of these are very familiar to you. Uh, you have seen these. You've seen something like this only once, Uh, and you know that you, you know enough to identify that these are very rare, and this is known as a primal fruit tree, and so you don't exactly remember what happens, but you do know that there is an effect that happens in upon ingesting the berries that is both. There, there's both an advantage and a possible disadvantage to it. Awesome. It's a mixed bag, as it were. But yeah, you have two ripe for the picking, and all the rest are, even if you were to pick them, they would then become useless.
4: Okay, I pick them, and I put them into my bag of holding. Okay.
2: Could I take there. one of the useless ones and put it in a, in a bag?
1: Sure. You can take one of the useless ones and put it into a bag.
2: I have thoughts and plans.
1: Get out a little snack-sized Ziploc baggie and plop it in there.
0: Penny kind of is, once he picks the berries, is kind of uh, like shaken out of reverie and just starts looking around. I want to do a perception check. I just, there has to be more to these rooms. There may not be this one, but she's just curious. So I just want to do a perception check and see if there's like anything else to this room, like any hidden passages or just anything that could be useful to us. Okay.
1: 23. Ooh, very perceptive. So yeah, you would walk around and you know exactly you know how to tap on certain stones or to move certain pieces of furniture around to see if there actually is anything secret. And, and as far as you can tell, there's no hidden passage attached to this. There's no inner room or inner sanctum of it. Uh, you can tell, though, this, this is a typical workshop. There's plenty of things to take here uh, on Rose's behalf. Um, but what keep, there's just like something unsettling to see so many jars filled with blood.
0: This is gross. Why is this? Why is he doing this? Why? Hmm. Penny just kind of walks around looking at the jars. Is there any labeling on the jars?
1: With that? Yeah. I I would say you, you do see a couple of them. Most of the labeling on the potions, um, are illegible. They're in Fagin's handwriting, and he has some of the worst handwriting. Um, but you see one po- one of them that you can read out, and it says Potion of Invisibility.
4: Hmm.
0: Penny just immediately pockets it.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you do with the rest of everything in there?
0: I mean, I want the blood, so...
2: Aewyn, uh, uh, P- Penelope and Awen, are we supposed to be taking all of these things and putting them just in the bag of holding? Is this part of the plan of just... Taking everything that's his, yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, we're supposed to ransack this place, so we might as well. Maybe if uh, we don't know what this is, c- take, maybe
2: maybe she will. Did we
3: want to burn it down? I forget, we didn't, right? We just wanted to ransack the uh,
2: place.
0: Uh, I think she wanted us to burn it down.
2: I wanted to burn it down, but no one else liked that idea, yeah, because the children, all right. Well,
3: uh, Awin. Uh, just like gapes open the bag, and uh, and I just say, all right, Bertie, put it all in, slide it off the table into my bag.
2: Yeah, I just start kind of gingerly trying to dropping it in there. I mean, is there is it bottomless? Is that the idea? There's not. I'm like fall, like gravity, and like shatter. It's not bottomless.
1: No, it holds a crap ton. It's, like, it holds yeah. enough. Uh, you know, There's lot. enough space in it that, you know, if you were to clear out this. Just to
2: know if that bag had the rules the of, like, of gravity shop. where, like, it's going to drop like, and shatter on the ground. Or like
0: in Harry Potter, yeah, when ex- she's got her purse. And exactly then all the I thinking. The yeah.
2: Stuff
3: will probably break a little bit. Okay, yeah, it's, well, it's, I'll it's kind it's of gently put my hand deep. in
2: there and, like, like drop it in there, but not knowing how deep it is. Like, the blood and the, I'll throw the plants in there. I'll throw I'll, I'll throw anything in there. I mean, that's what we're supposed to be kind of doing. We didn't really do it in the other it's, room. But. It's
3: up to 500 pounds, so we could put a lot of stuff in there.
4: Yeah.
2: Can we, can we retcon? Yeah, I just. Can we retcon that we, we, we systematically put stuff in, from Fagan's office in there, too? Like the idea is that we're going <laughs> through room by room and putting stuff in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you can retcon that.
2: Okay. That way we don't have to walk up there and have a scene of putting stuff, a montage of putting stuff in a bag. <laughs> Anyways. All right.
0: I think it's time to head out into the other room. Penny walks up to the double door, gives it a look. She stands in front of him and she pushes it open.
1: Kimmy, remind me no, is, no. is what does Penny look like right now?
0: Penny it's, looks like herself, but you told me I, I thought she was going to be normal colored. You told me she was still fuchsia. No, you're still fuchsia. Once yeah. you but know, otherwise, it lo- looks yet. like her typical Pen- Penelope LaRoche Vanderhoop crop blonde hair um, that looks like completely messy. Yeah, like what she's looked like for most of the, the story.
1: Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> you, 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 hang on. <laughs> Give me a moment here.
0: <laughs> oh no. What did I do?
2: You didn't even want to check the door, listen for anything, any kind of scouting. Okay, knocking
0: barrels over willy-nilly.
1: <laughs> so yeah, you push it and, and, and it does open. This this door has no lock because it needs no lock. Those who enter well, you look down on the ground as you're doing it and you see just a huge smearing of blood um, as if something's being dragged across the floor going into this room anyways. And you, the, the look of this room when you first see it is the schema of torture chamber just immediately pops into your mind. But the best way I can describe this is while the other rooms have gray walls, you know, stone, plain walls, the walls here, the stone is a shade of rusty brown Um, due to the dried blood plastering every surface in sight. And the strong smell of iron stings your nostrils. There are storage barrels to the left and more shelves of potions lining the walls, but your attention is immediately drawn to the torture device in the center of the chamber. It's a long table for victims to be strapped to while a row of spikes beneath the table rises up. And... Can all three of you do a perception check for me? Oh, he's desanguinating
3: oh my God. people. This is so
2: horrible. Lord. Like the darkest thing I've ever played in d DD. Yeah.
0: I rolled a 20.
2: 17. 15.
1: All three of you uh, would, you know, kind of piece it together, right? You're like, man, this is meant to drain blood. And you see a long tub underneath. Uh, behind the torture rack, you see small cots built into the wall. Currently strapped to the table. You see Twist. Fagin stands at a lever next to the table, which operates a mechanical row of spikes. And, especially seeing you, Penny, a shadow of surprise passes over his face like a passing cloud. But then his deadly pale features sharpen into something more menacing.
4: Well, well,
1: well. Somebody's come back home finally. It seems you've brought some friends with you. You've broken into my shop. You apparently have stolen from me. And you've killed my hellhounds from the sound of it outside. If you take another step, I pull this lever, and the changeling dies.
4: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
5: You wake up startled in the middle of the night, convinced that there's something out there in the darkness. Your brain tells you that there's nothing to be afraid of, that the inhuman shape in the corner of your room is just your laundry piled on a chair. But as you hear the ghostly, ragged breathing that doesn't belong to you, you realize your brain is dead wrong. If you love the mix of horror, mystery, and comedy in shows like Buffy, Ash vs. the Evil Dead, or Supernatural, you'll feel right at home on The Crit Show, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast where the players, playing as themselves, are tasked with being the last line of defense from the forces of evil that go bump in the night. Join us every Wednesday and learn the games we play while the gang tries their best to solve the mysteries, hunt the monsters, and protect the innocent. Their intentions are good their dice rolls, not so much. You can find The Crit Show at thecritshowpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.